Hello, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Little Pond Podcast. That's LPP for short. I'm Jack Freeman, joined by my co-hosts, Ben Hardy and Chris Hogan. Um, Just a little introduction to the podcast. It's going to be mainly based on football, um, the fantasy aspect of football. But we're going to be talking about a lot of other stuff. basketball mainly we might even throw in some mlb um i know ben you don't really watch either so we'll be sprinkling those in throughout the episodes especially as the nba season ramps up because this is a season i'm excited for it's on the 17th preseason start preseason season starts tonight too yep yep i've been um i've been driving by the the hour back center that's where they practice and i think I th- they might do preseason games there too. I'm not sure, but um, you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick, Chris? All right, I'll go first. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm a Patriots fan, Celtics fan, and I don't really like any other team. I'm an actual loyal fan, unlike some other people. Excuse me? <laughs> I know those other people you're talking about. I mean, and just it, to it, let you know, Ben wore a Bucks jersey last night. Watching the Patriots hey, game. Seahawks all day. Hey, I saw people at Gillette with the half. No, that is unacceptable. You picked yeah, that. Is, I saw I saw that too. I saw that too pre-game. That's life. One. That's life in prison. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ben, go. All right. I'm Ben. Uh you can call me ski. You can call me anything. You can call me a dumbass. You can call me whatever the hell you want. But uh yeah, so I'm a Seahawks fan mainly. And uh, Celtics fan, if I have to pick a basketball team. He doesn't know anything about basketball, though. No, nah, I know a couple of things. But uh, couple don't care things. for baseball, don't care for hockey, don't care for soccer. Basically, just football. Basically. All right. And lastly, I don't know, I don't know why I went last. It didn't really make sense. I should have done that myself first, but it's whatever. Um, I'm Jack. I'm from Plymouth. We're all from Plymouth. We all grew up right down the street from each other. America's hometown. Um, yep, that is the truth. Uh, yes, Plymouth, sir. England is not England's hometown, though. I hate. I hate to break no. it to. Or Georgetown or Jamestown, whatever the place was. Jamestown. Yeah. No. no none of that. None what do you mean, that. though? <laughs> Imagine dying and not being able to survive the civil with the civilization. Whoa! 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 whoa. Imagine being from Virginia. <laughs> Yeah. All oh right. damn. Keep it, keep it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> as I was saying, I am. Uh, I'm the worst. I'm a Packers fan. Um, football wise, a Lakers fan. Basketball wise, other than that, I root for the home team. Um. Yeah, been a Packers fan since as long as I can remember uh one of my aunts always brings me like little trinkets like i have a bunch i have a bunch of packer stuff around my room from even from when before i was a fan in the dark ages of like 2005 being a patriots fan that was hell um just kidding but um let's not waste any more time um because our our zoom meeting is capped but we're gonna we're gonna zoom is a bunch of con artists yep um so we're going to start with just discussing the, the NFL season thus far. And I really want to get right into it with the award races. Um, All right. And I would like to start 
with the MVP particularly. Right. <laughs> so go. go ahead. All right. So if we're talking MVP right now, I think there's a big difference between right now and end of season. If I had to give a right now prediction, I'm going Kyler just because they're the only, well, the Raiders are undefeated, but I don't count that, but they're the only undefeated team. And I mean, obviously he has some fluky interceptions, but when it comes down to it, I had Stafford and him as my MVP picks and he beat Stafford. So I guess narrative wise, I got to go with Kyler here, but and I'm, but my end of season prediction, I'm going to stay with Stafford, but I'll let, and then I have another one, but I'm going to let Jack elaborate on that one. All right. Uh, I'll go. So I have Tom Brady winning it. I mean, I know he had a bad game last night, but other than that, he. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Other, other than last night, he's been very, like, good. I mean, the guy threw 40 touchdowns last year in 14 picks. That's a great season. I feel like he is carrying that season over, and he's going to be a lot better this year. But he's but he's not really carrying that season over. He hasn't been as good. What do you mean? He got he's two picks by on the year. He he's got two picks by on the year. Last night. Two picks he, on the year. He got game. outplayed by a rookie last night. <clears throat> oh, well. Wow, great. Got, he did. Got played by a rookie. Four touchdowns, four touchdowns, five touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, Shit to the yards. Um, I guess have have you said your piece on Tom Brady, Ski? Uh, well, I see Hoax smirking over there, and I don't like that smirk. <laughs> because you just brought up last season, you said yeah, like, oh, no, 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 no. What, what is anything about this year? I mean, he hasn't looked as good. That's a fact. He hasn't. What do you he's mean? Overthrown. He has... he, yeah, he's he... overthrown. He hasn't okay. been hitting. Okay, anything. he's been overthrown a couple of receivers, but other than that, he's been on point. And his, his interception, numbers. his interception, like percentage by like if the cornerbacks or anybody didn't drop it is insane. I think I want to say it's the highest in the league. He's, yeah, you can't use touchdowns. that for MVP though. No one's ever at the end of a season been like, well, the defenders dropped this many. Like, no, but I'm using that's that never as happened. A, I'm using that as a he's not as good. He's not yeah. playing at an MVP level right. He's now. ten touchdowns on the year to two picks. He has two losses and he hasn't been as good as I can name five. He has one loss, so you're wrong there. He has they two. lost to the Rams. Lost to the Rams and um. Oh, they no, they know he has player. He only has one. Yeah, he oh. lost to the Rams. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, that's I thought. You might as well count the Patriots game as yeah, a loss. Yeah, you might as well. That, I literally was thinking of it. That should have been. That's a loss. That's a loss. That was a, at, at the end of the day, the the Bucks pulled it out. Yeah, I, I know. I, I hate to say that, but the, the, the Bucks, I don't want to dip too much in to Bucks Patriots because us being homers, we're going to talk about that a lot. Um, but I mean, the Bucks won last night in spite of Brady, not because of Brady. Yeah. And, it, it, and that's a game that Tom Brady has to come out. I mean, all we heard since the schedule came out was, Tom Brady's going to go scorched earth on the Patriots. Tom Brady's going to do this, 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 and that until he was air mailing passes over Antonio Brown's head and, and not that's just Antonio Brown, not no, no. The, the drive to end the half last night was, was bad, was bad by Tom Brady. He it was two in a row. Those are two passes that 
you can't give Tom Brady and he just he just made just threw bad balls. What I thought um, was really ridiculous that made Tom Brady not seem like Tom Brady last night was he overthrew Mike Evans and Mike Evans is like six four. He's a big receiver. And it's kind of hard to throw over Mike Evans' head. Yeah, he looked he looked rattled last night. He looked like he he looked rattled he all look, week. He, what it, do you expect? It honestly, <clears throat> it honestly was the first time where I could like in a long time I could point out and be like, he doesn't look like himself. He looks like nervous almost. Yeah, but like yeah. what do you what do you expect? He's been there for he's been in New England for 20 years. Because I mean, a lot going of times, back to that team. Is yeah, and, bring and, back some and, and we'll we'll get um, more into that later in the episode. Yeah, you go into your MVP pick. My MVP pick for right now is a guy who I think deserves a mountain more respect than he gets. Not even that. I think he just deserves not to get hated on. I think he's the most hated on quarterback in the league. That's actually very good like daniel jones and and guys like that get hate but they blow they're not all right my mvp pick so far for this season is mark um, oh so far you, you you can't tell me i mean they lose how many running backs three or four and they have mm-hmm. like they have a rookie Tyson Williams, who I think is great. I don't know why he was a healthy scratch for this week. Um, They run instead three geriatric guys that belong in a nursing home. Um, Mm -hmm. Besides Latavius Murray, Latavius Murray still got it. He can still, you know, he, he can still produce. I like Tyson Williams a little more, Um, but you put any running back in that system and, it runs a hundred rushing yards a game for 43 straight games. And I don't really, I don't really buy into it was disrespectful for them to do that to the Broncos. Like, yeah, I didn't no. really care. You, you, yeah. you had all, you had all game to, to stop them running. Like, I don't know. I, I get where Harbaugh is coming from. It's annoying to be like, well, we had 42, but we had 99 rushing yards against the Broncos. I mean, I they mean, just, just go get that. They, they did do it. Um, Lamar Jackson leads the league in air yards per attempt at 11.2 yards, I believe. He's the leading passer in his division. Um, all I've heard from Bengals, Browns, sometimes even Steelers, that's atrocious, is that <laughs> he's not the best quarterback in that division. He leads that division in passing yards. I believe he leads it in touchdowns. I mean, it's not it, it's not that hard. Baker has two Um He's been wildly disappointing this season. I want to talk about that later. I have a whole thing on that. Um, But what I was going to say about Lamar is he has four passing touchdowns, but you can add almost two or three just because Hollywood Brown has dropped issues. He's dropped two touchdowns already. Yeah, he he, he dropped two touchdowns on him. And and I don't like to use that. You know, I think if he sails those out of the end end zone, he's still MVP. I mean, every criticism you can have towards – Lamar Jackson from the beginning of his career, you can point to a game this year where he silences that like the, the yeah. chiefs game. The narrative has always been, he can't beat Mahomes, He can't win in big spots. He can't, he can't win without the lead and he can't throw. And 
since he's entered the league, he's been one of the most, I know this is this season, but let's talk this season, this season, he's been one of the most efficient passers. I mean, there's not many guys I take over him as a red zone quarterback. He really, it's amazing for how much you hear about him, how much he's able to thread the needle. Yeah. One more thing I want in, to touch up in on those tight, uh, about in those Lamar tight spots is uh, not just his passing ability. I mean, also his like running ability. Like he's probably the best mobile quarterback. Like, Lamar Jackson can run. I didn't even know that. Oh my God. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. I had no, I, I had no idea Lamar Jackson can run. That goes, nah. without, that goes without saying he, He's a. You know what? You know, in, in August, I remember this. I and I'll have receipts, but in August, I someone said they figured Lamar Jackson out. A G, a GM or someone anonymous said mm-hmm. it. They said we haven't figured out. That's like saying you have Tom Brady figured out. The yeah, the, the league has had a bunch of the top guys figured out, so to say. For a yeah. while, for a like long time. Yeah. What are you supposed to what are you supposed to do when your game plan just isn't working though? Mm. Or like more often than not, Lamar Jackson can just beat you. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing with him, and we can move on after this, but um my first I want to say I don't get the uh, I have two things. The Tyson Williams healthy scratch made no sense to me because I feel like Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, and Devontae Freeman are all kind of the same type of running back. I guess Le'Veon Bell is more of a receiving back, but and Tyson Williams is the only explosive part of that offense other than Lamar. I feel like, and that it just and, made no sense to. And why would you Brown if he doesn't? Yeah. Try. Why would you change? And the only ex, like they don't have a strong receiving core. Like not I mean, strong. It's it's better than it used to be. But like I mean, you forgot about Mark Andrews too. Yeah, he's not really. He's I don't know fine. that he's really explosive. He's more. Yeah, like it's a, not explosive, but like, like he Taysom does Williams make some big catches. Explosive, and then I was yeah, gonna say for sure. The thing about Lamar Jackson is you put like a Kirk Cousins in that position, or a even a Derek Carr, like something like that. Someone like borderline top ten. They're not. I don't even think they're a playoff team. I think if you put. Any Derek Carr of, might be different, actually. I think but. if you put any of the other 32 starting quarterbacks in, it, it's hard to say because that system is built around Lamar. So I, yeah. I would say none of the 32 quarterbacks would succeed exactly. in that system. But there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to, and then, what do you say? You, um, you go. No, I was just going to say, you, a guy like that, you build the system around him. Exactly. I mean, he is the system. Yeah. Um. I, I want to move on to the defensive rookie of the year next. <clears throat> All right. This one I had first, I had Micah Parsons first, but then I thought about it and I'm changing my answer just from, just because of how hard it is to be, how hard it is to be a stellar at a this position as a rookie. I'm going Asante Samuel Jr. Ah, you stole mine. Ooh, because, I was gonna, I was gonna say the the defensive rookie of the year maybe plays on the same team as Micah Parsons, but that's not that's not a bad it's not a bad. But Asante Samuel Jr. Other than Jalen Ramsey, a rookie cornerback taken. Oh so no, high he's hasn't. Never mind. Diggs isn't. Even I know your guy game. isn't. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was he's trying to think, but um. He could win Asante. defensive player of the year. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I had a nice for that. 
But yeah. Asante Samuel Jr., the last person to succeed as a rookie cornerback is Jalen Ramsey, pretty much, that is drafted that high. Like, you look at Akuda last year, nothing. I mean, the guys yeah. usually develop into it, but it's just such a different change of pace from college to NFL. And especially, I don't really blame Akuda because he's thrown, he was thrown in there and supposed to be the number one cornerback on a team, which you just can't have a rookie cornerback being that. But and I'm just going play. from – yeah. Devontae Adams twice a season. That's tough. exactly from a difficulty stand, like how difficult it is to be that good at it. I'm going to go Asante Samuel Jr. Hmm. Nice. Good one. Uh, at the start of the year, I had JC Horn because just his lockdown ability, I really feel like is explosive in the Panthers. Like, yeah, I think. Have you ever seen JC Horn cover a guy? Like, literally, that guy can't. Like, uh, I forget what game he got injured in, but it was a Thursday night game, and uh, he did so well at locking that guy down. He had like no catch, either like two or one catch in the first quarter, and then like after JC Horn got injured, exploded. Well, he was on the yeah, he was facing the Texans. Yeah, Cooks was yeah. shut down until JC Horn got injured. All right, Jack, what's your pick? Um. I'm just going to steal your first one, Micah Parsons. I liked him a lot um, coming out of the draft. I thought he was going to translate really well into the NFL. Um, He's had kind of a – not him himself, but it's kind of hard when you play for one of like the – you think of Dallas, you think of, oh, well, they have a – pretty bad defense but I think Dallas's defense has come up in some big spots and a lot of that is Micah Parsons being able to to roam around there you know when Dallas's defense is good they have um they have that good backer you know like Sean Lee Leighton Vander Esch so they needed a guy like that and they got him and I just think he looks great. It's going to be tough to to get it over a guy who's on a, a great defense and is going to be looking good all year um, versus a guy who the Cowboys pretty much bleed yards in the secondary. So the tackles are going to be there for him, maybe the force fumbles and the interceptions. But I think I think talent-wise, you'd be hard. You'd be hard-pressed to tell me that he couldn't be the best defensive player from this draft. And also, I feel like you you got you had to put. <clears throat> I think you should have went even higher. You have to put the personality issues aside. It's just if he's if someone's that talented, because oh, that's yeah. why people are I... so mad about it. There's so so many people were. I mean, that's why teams were scared to draft him because of his attitude issues. But I just don't think sometimes it just doesn't matter in the NFL. Yeah, another. Um... What is that? What? Hold on, I'm sorry. Does anyone else hear that? No. Sorry, I was just having a computer problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just couldn't hear anything. For a second. I was so confused. This is the you first, want to go to Deep Boy? It's the first episode, though. Yeah. No, I, I just, oh, yeah, we, we can, but I just really quickly wanted to touch on um, Zayvon Collins. That Cardinals mm. defense has looked gross to start the season. Oh, yeah, it's um, been a force. I think a lot of noise was made about the J.J. Watt move and that he's washed, he can't stay healthy. But when you're on a, a defense 
that has as much help around him, he doesn't have to play as many snaps. Um, he doesn't have to put him because he was the Houston Texans defense. Like, oh yeah, big time. He, he was their pass rush. He was he was everything. I mean, he had he was a tight end at some points. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had MVP <laughs> votes at one point. So you have him, Chandler Jones, and 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 Zayvon Collins, and and then you have Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Byron Murphy. Yeah, the the secondary is is good Insane. too. Um, yeah, I mean they they just shut down one of one of the top MVP guys. Yeah. yeah, which was I was honestly really surprised about. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think they were gonna I, win that game. I, I no, was. I thought the Cardinals were gonna be the worst team in the division. Oh no, I thought it was the Seahawks. Yeah, I, the, some fan I am. It's. I don't know. I mean, I I, I honestly probably thought that too. Because um, the defense wasn't good last year, and once Kyler got, I was gonna go into this later, but like once Kyler got hurt last year. There, then you realize that their whole offense is built around Kyler yeah. being able to be mobile and being able to sling it on the run. And when he couldn't do that with a shoulder issue last year, they just fell apart. They were yeah. so hot in the beginning and then just absolutely fell apart. And the defense couldn't hold them up. And I know the defense is different this year because they have Chandler Jones back. And Byron Murphy took that step that they needed him to so that they can somehow <clears throat> like lock down uh, some of the receivers because they have obviously they have a lot of good receivers in that division. But um, you can't – I think it really does come down to um, Kyler Murray's health for that team. Yeah. And, yeah, and um, it does come down to Kyler. I think you also have to take his decision-making into it, you know, all that. Um, yeah. Kyler has looked really good, though. And when yeah. we got to the – I guess we can get into it right now. Um, since we're talking about it, but that Cardinals team is honestly a, a matchup nightmare for the Rams. Um, it is. They, they match up good with that offense, you know, no real, I mean, Stafford went for the big play on, um, Jackson. And I think, I think Murphy might've been covering him on that or it was, uh, yeah, he smacked it away. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was, that was really good coverage. Mike. Um, he was open. I mean, the thing with Murphy is I've always liked Byron Murphy. Like, I thought he was so like, but he was so shadowed by Patrick Peterson. Like, Patrick Peterson, like, when you thought about the Cardinals, you're like, oh, Patrick Peterson is the best defensive back I've ever seen. But now that he's not there, Byron Murphy has really stood out. Like, I think he's starting to make a case for defensive player of the year. I mean... Oh, no now, way. No way. No, oh, I, can't whoa, get, I, can't get, I can't get in that. Oh, my God. I mean, you can't. I'm still, he's, not even, he's not even a top five cornerback for me. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I, I no, mean, not, right, not, not, not right now. I'm saying like, he, he's doing what he needs to do so that secondary isn't atrocious. And it's he, he what, what year is he in? It's like his. Uh, he got drafted in 2019, so he's a third year. Yeah, so he, for me five. right now, is kind of taking that, like, Next step, yeah, like the the Jair, the Jair Alexander step. I was gonna where, say that. I was gonna where it's that. like, where it's like, I remember one stretch of games being like, okay, wow, he is. You can't throw at him. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I, it, it, it's tough to say Jair Alexander too because 
Byron Murphy might not ever reach that. No. You know, th- there's not a lot of true lockdown corners in the NFL. Um, yeah. So it's tough to reach that. But yeah, he's great. Obviously, he's helped by a, a great pass rush. I mean, we saw what a pass rush can do for a poor secondary last season when yeah. the Bucks won the Super Bowl. But those guys did turn it up at the end of last year. But we saw early in this year, even when healthy, it looks brutal. Um, I'm not saying he will yeah. be. I'm saying that he could make a case for it at some point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, come back to me at the end of the season, call me an idiot. I just don't see it. Um, yeah. and, um, not right now, but like, what I was going to say is I'm, I'm, like, you might see it later on. Like what you were saying, that it's so hard for a team to be good if their secondary is bad. Like the Bucks are even going to struggle this year because people, like, they just got. I wouldn't say lit up, but like a rookie quarterback made the secondary look stupid last night. In so like, their I'm defense, like in their defense, what, they lost their three starters: Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean, I Sean mean, Murphy, Bonton. Health. I always say this about NBA players, but health is a part of how good your team is too. I mean, what are they going to do now? It just makes their secondary worse. So it, my 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 take still stands: their secondary will be bad, even if even because they're not healthy. It's a different reason, but. But what I was going to say was I'm for some reason, I'm just not sold. I don't know how, but I'm still not sold. Like, I don't think we're going to see the Cardinals in the NFC championship or anything like that. I don't think they get that far just because they, it takes, like we saw last year, I think it takes one injury to Kyler and that whole team dynamic is different. They can't make these big plays. They can't throw it up to, D hop they can't like last year the whole offense shat they were they were as hot as not as hot as this year but just as hot almost um last year until i want to say week seven maybe they that yeah kyler once they his, start yeah yeah once kyler divisional games it, it gets yeah. and it gets kind of it kind of gets like hard hitting like once kyler gets any if if he does maybe he doesn't but if kyler gets hurt that whole team just is going down with it I mean, he still reminds me a lot of last year. Like, yeah, he, for being able to run like he does, huge arm. Yep. Supremely, no, yeah. supremely talented, but his, his touchdown interception so ratio is like, like seven and, to four. And I also just don't – I'm not a big fan of the teams that are – like the Cardinals are just flashy to me. Like, they, like he's not a – like can you trust him with – I mean, like that if they just is... can't throw an intercept. If they just can't throw an, if they can't throw an interception, his decision making is just like the talents there. The decision making scares me. His <laughs> health scares me. But that's mostly because he's just small and he runs yeah. a lot. But he he also is good at protecting himself because he was played baseball, so he can slide. But I just I'm not sold on it yet because they've started out hot before. I just need to see it longer. I'm still taking the Rams over them in the division. I mean. In that division, I want to bring up one team, and that is the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, I know what's wrong with them. They are a good offense. They have a good offense. They just don't have a defense. Like, I mean, they brought in some people. They re-signed Carlos Dunlap. They brought in Kerry Hyder. Terrell Taylor got injured again. So, um, and their secondary just fell apart. I mean, they had a Keller Witherspoon. They traded him away. They brought in Sidney Jones. And, like, it's just they don't have a clear-cut number one guy to cover those number one receivers. Mm-hmm. But they have every piece around it to make it good. They just need to find one of those standout defensive players who is not Jamal Adams 
Jamal Adams is just a blitz. That's all he is. He played a master class against George Kittle this weekend. Um, that was a pleasure to watch. Yeah. He, he clamped him bad. I, I don't like that slander. Like, you can say blitz boy, but like. Until he's clamping George yeah. Kittle. The yeah. Like, third, you can say blitz boy until he sacks you three game. times. Like, what? Like, I don't get yeah, the he's, whole. He's it's a part good. of the game. He's it's good a part at of, it. He's it's good like at it. I'm slant boy with Michael Thomas. Like, all right, he does slants every time. That's fine. If he can score on you while he does slants, then what's the big deal? I don't get. No, I don't get like, that. Jamal Adams is good at blitzing, but like the thing is that when you have a safety, you want to cover in safety. I mean, I get they have Quandre Diggs, but what happens if you're on a team that has like two deep guys? Like well, just, you're done. You can't it do it. Just reinforces the point that if your secondary so just, isn't good, it's really hard to be good. Yeah. So just chuck. Jamal Adams in the trash bin because he doesn't have good corners and yeah, I don't get. It. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying like, when you're facing the Packers, you have Valdez Scantlin who can run down the field very good, and then you have Devontae Adams who is even more of a problem. So like, if you don't drop Jamal Adams back in coverage, if he doesn't, if he's not good at covering, I somebody, gotta tell one of those guys is getting open. I got to tell you something. That's not a Seattle Seahawks problem. That's an NFL problem. Every team is asking themselves that. Yeah. Facts. Uh, All right. Wait, obviously, this, obviously the Seahawks have a lot bigger of a problem there, but yeah. So do we, uh, do we want to talk uh, fantasy players we're panicking about? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, this is actually going to be a really weird one. And I know this actually goes into another thing that we were going to talk about. I'm panicking about Christian McCaffrey in fantasy, Ooh. but yeah. from a pure injury standpoint, no, no, nothing about his talent. Even though I don't think he, I'm going to say, I don't think he's a, he's not top. Uh, I'm not, I don't know how hot I want to be, <laughs> but he's not a top three running back from a talent wise. Yeah, from I'm a gonna fan- say that. I'm gonna I, say that. I, Fantasy wise, you can say number one, but has he but, ever contributed to any winning for his team? No. No. I'm and going Henry still- Chubb and then throw in whoever else you want in there. Like Cook or Kamara. Now Kamara does the same thing as he does. I'll say Cook. And then I might take I don't know. Chubb is McCaffrey so might McCaffrey might need number three. I know it's Henry and Chubb there, but um, but what I'm gonna say is Chubb is definitely better than McCaffrey. Like real life, from a running back standpoint, real life football wise, like he is so yeah. much better. Not even it's not even close. And that, and we had another question we were going to go over. Can CMC handle the workload? I don't think he can. I say no. It depends, really. I mean, if you're going to be a pass heavy offense, I think he could, because you have Sam Darnold. I mean, but we're saying who knows how long, how good Sam. No, Darnold we're not is. saying we're, if. If they stray away from that workload, we're saying this is the workload. Can he handle it? He's oh, right no. now. It's their he's, workload is. He's running the ball twelve plus times a game and getting targeted. However many times he's getting targeted. No, nah, he can't. He can't handle that. No, it's just not sustainable. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I feel like and, it's too much for him. I don't think it could be from. I think they need to pick or like right now they go like ninety eight percent of him from running back snap. No one else gets that in the NFL except Derrick Henry, but he's not a pass catcher, so it's different. And he's huge. And so he's it's an, like he's an anomaly. He's been exactly. He's been getting every carry since he was alive. Yeah, literally yeah. from high school on. I think 
you have to choose. I think you got to go 75% McCaffrey, 25% Hubbard, or it doesn't even matter who the other guy is. I think you just need to pass. Look elsewhere. Yeah, like I hate to – I hate bringing up the Packers, but it's just like the team in the situations I know the best. Like Aaron Jones is used a lot like Christian McCaffrey is in that offense. Don't don't kill me. I get he's not getting the Christian McCaffrey workload, but that perfectly plays into my point. He doesn't need to. He's a really effective mm-hmm. pass catcher. He's a really effective runner, but yeah. the, the Packers aren't just force-feeding him the ball constantly. Mm-hmm. Part of that, I think, is a Sam Darnold problem. Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy how reactive, like, the – I don't know. I hate using the word casual because we're all pretty much casual NFL fans. But the, the people who do, who don't really – Watch the Instagram highlights pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. like right now I've heard so many people, even on, like, campus and stuff, it's like, Oh, Sam Darnold is leading the league in rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks. Oh, he's like this is what he's always needed. He just needed a different. It's like, but he's place. still he's still trigger shy. He still can't read a defense very well. He, I've watched a a, a good decent bit of of Carolina Panthers games. I still need to to go back and watch rewatch one maybe, but. He will have someone wide open in the deeper intermediate game and just check it down. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he I feel like he's like a fluke this year. I don't care how little mistakes you make, you need to make that. Yeah, you need if to make it, that throw. If it's open by a step, you need to hit it. Mm-hmm. I agree. All I heard in New York was about this big Sam Darnold arm. He can make all the throws, he can sling it, and now he has, and this is a personal gripe because I have Robbie Anderson in fantasy, but he's mis- he he must have something against Robbie Anderson because he's just not, <laughs> he's just not throwing him the ball. Yeah, it's been um, it's been the DJ Moore show. I don't get it. So he's starting caliber, but I you can't say he's anything above like top twenty, maybe. Like he's like yeah, not that. I'd Ooh. say Sam Darnold. Yeah, he's like at, he's like I don't know. He's like he's like a average Decent. starting quarterback. He shouldn't get Decent. replaced right now. Rather have rather have Mac Jones. I agree. And I think right. I think even he's being overrated a little, but yeah, I mean, it, but that's just because all the other rookie quarterbacks have looked awful, except I mean Zach Wilson yesterday. But I don't. Know. Oh, that was yep. That was great. That was he awesome. He like watching the game though, like he looked. Good. Oh, you can't tell me he. You can't tell me he didn't look awesome. He looked good, in like the. I'm like again. I'll use the same terminology. He looked good in like the Instagram highlight videos. Yeah, he did. But but those were like the biggest (laughs) moments of the game. Like those are won them the game. No, I agree. He looked the best he has, and he's looked the. He's had he had the best rookie quarterback performance of the year so far. I would say. But me, I don't know. But like, I don't know. I might. He has that arm talent where he and he flashed it. I mean, the Titans secondary is awful, but like he still flashed it, and that's a good sign for them. Yeah, the thing yeah, he showed something. The thing about that with Zach Wilson is, though, I've seen Trevor Lawrence do that every game. Not 
when and not yes. obvi- obviously not when. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay? Uh, we haven't seen Trevor Lawrence win, but like Trevor yeah. Lawrence flashes it where it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was you know I mean? pretty decent in the Bengals game on Thursday night. He, and I don't know, the Zach, the, it just like the Zach Wilson game like impressed me from a, every other court rookie quarterback this year has been awful standpoint. Yeah. Like Ju- Justin Fields has improved like anything was, yet. He's good. Yeah. Like, All right. Wait, go in, go into your um panicking about one of you. Obviously, as I said, I'm panicking about um Robbie Anderson really enough said there. I, mm-hmm. for what he's done and what I expect him to do for the rest of the season, he was drafted like grossly high. Yeah, he was, he was like, like disgusting yeah like like i cry myself to sleep at night thinking about the players i could have had over robbie anderson like he sucks not real life wise real life wise he's a yeah he's very talented if he gets the ball but like if he doesn't get the ball then yeah that's that's basically the story of my fantasy team in 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 this league i said i wasn't (laughs) gonna do it but i just picked talented guys that i like and i'm paying for it um not really though two and two um all right ben all right i'm gonna get ripped on this by hoax later on but i'm panicking about a low-end guy not really like oh my god i'm drafting this guy at the top of my fantasy drafts uh miles gaskin so obviously what i can talk about with miles gaskin is he's on my fantasy team i'm three and one but the thing about miles gaskin is you see his flashes like he can run the ball he can catch the ball but the thing is, is that they brought in Malcolm Brown. They love Malcolm Brown. They love his power, everything about Malcolm Brown. Salvin Ackman, they love his speed. But, like, so he's in a huge running back by committee. Like, you never know who's starting in that committee. It could either be Malcolm Brown or Miles Gaskin. They switch it up every week. So I'm panicking about Miles Gaskin just because of the workload he gets. Yeah, as I was going to say, I don't think it's anything to, to do about his talent. I think it comes down to these not really getting the snaps that we expected him to get. Yeah, like when he gets the ball in his hands in space, he's making something happen. I mean, like he can outrun guys. He's a fast guy, but he's mm. so small that the Dolphins don't really trust him. Yeah, I think he hurts with Brissett too. I, don't, I think Tua favored him a little more. Yeah, two and two knows what he's capable of, so yeah. he'll just dump it off to him if he needs. And to. then I think there's two really obvious panicking about players that I don't think we really need to get into because I think everyone has talked about it too much. But I just say Alan Robinson and Robert Woods. Yeah, but I, I just say which it sucks because this is episode one, but you guys know I told you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean. I, I was high on Robert Woods. Allen Robinson, I would put him in like I, I was cool. before the season, I'd put him in like the Keenan Allen range. And now they're not close to that. Yeah, Robert Allen Woods. Allen Robinson comes like, down to bad QB play. Yeah. Robert and Woods just a lot of dump offs. Yeah, Robert Woods I mean, just shadowed. Woods just falls victim to that. That receiving core looks a little better than <laughs> everyone expected. Yeah. Yeah. Van Van Jefferson and um Deshaun Jackson have been nice surprises for sure. Um Cup has proved to be a number one yeah oh yeah i th- to me he proved that uh, a little while ago he just had yeah. jared goff thrown yeah to him. i agree <laughs> um, um what was gonna say for the award 
predictions. I feel like we don't really – I don't really want to go over Offensive Player of the Year, to be honest. It's kind of like a – I yeah, think it's so hard. I think it's I know like Derrick Henry, I guess. Yeah, that's like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, uh, or, or Tyree Kill if he can string together more. Um, yeah, yeah, I can more see impressive that. games. If he can get back to what consistent. Games. Yeah, um, consistency but, has been a problem with him. <laughs> defensive Player of the Year. I want to give my take. I would. I like the um, Diggs, Dark Horse, uh, but I don't think I don't think he's a deep boy. I think that it, is too. It, what he's doing. It is it's gonna not going to happen. Sustain. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen. He's good, and he he's proving that he took that step oh, yeah, when Byron no Murphy did, but it's going to be too hard to sustain. But I'm going with Miles Garrett, and he's honestly on that Garrett there. He's getting. I'm not going to put him in the category of Aaron Donald, but he's like getting to that where he has no business doing what he's doing at his size, and it's kind of terrifying that he could probably play multiple positions on defense and still be elite, and. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the video of his uh, when he was pass rushing, when he did a spin move that literally looked like he teleported through the offensive line and got to the quarterback. Like, I actually oh, yeah. thought it was. I, yeah, I, I don't know that. that it was a, a spin glitch. move, but, like, he just – that quick – you're not blocking that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, yeah, not, I don't think you're actually right. It wasn't a spin his, move. It was like a deke. His you're speed is too much off the edge. Getting in front of – It was that, actually um, insane. Yeah, and for for an edge rusher to go just straight down the middle like that, that's pretty insane. Like his yeah, speed crazy. power combo is like actually unreal. I think it just comes down to he stays healthy, and I don't, I don't even think, like I'd put money on that it's going to be Miles Garrett if he. I think he will continue to do it. He's done it against good defenses or good. Yeah. I mean, good offenses. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, for sure, for sure. That's my pick. Um. If you just want to tail that, you can just say it, but we don't have to go over. Yeah, I like – I haven't really it, – it's hard to pick a defensive player of the – you know, like so, so early, early in the season. Yeah, that's why I'm, That's what I was going to say. It's like way I, too early I really would have to base it off the, the rest of the season and how I think it's mm-hmm. going to go. But mm-hmm. I think um, Jalen Ramsey could make – has and could make a strong case. Um, it was a tough game for them the other day, but I don't think it was – it was Ramsey at all. Um, oh, not know, at all. You can only do so much. Cornerback is probably the most limited position as far as how you can affect a game because you can only – anyone can only cover anyone for so long, you know. Yeah. I mean? um, but the way they've been using him and the way he's been moving around the field and playing in so many different slots in the secondary, um, you'd be hard-pressed to tell me he doesn't have a shot. Another guy um, – who got robbed of a touchdown on Sunday? Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh uh, yeah, he's yep. gonna he's gonna be overlooked a lot this season just because the Steelers are so bad. Um, yeah, he's a he's a bright spot on that defense. Yeah, he was. I remember when they got him in the Miami trade, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was trying, like, I was like, what's Miami doing? <laughs> you're trying, you're trying to rebuild, and you give up that guy. I don't care how many picks mm-hmm. they got. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's not working out very well for the Steelers or the Dolphins, for that matter. But you know, <laughs> it's the National Football League any given yeah. Sunday. Um, yeah, that. Think, I mean, if I had to come up with somebody, I mean, I know it's too early in the season, but I'm going to base it off this week. Oh well, you said a, Byron Murphy already. 
No, I said maybe. I mean, I said he's making a case. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, no, I'm said saying it. you're locked in. You're locked I'm saying, in. No, I'm, say, I'm saying he can make a case, but I'm basing this off this week. I feel like this is like a standout game for him, and I feel like it's going to like bring him momentum through the rest of the season. It's You guys are going to rip me for this one. Khalil Mack. Ooh. He had a he had a good game yesterday. I liked Kilo Max play yesterday. He almost ran a fumble back for a touchdown, handed it off to A. Jackson, who almost ran it in as well. Just Kilo Max, the way he gets to the quarterback, he can bull rush you and he can fly. I mean, I like Kilo Max. I like how he plays. He's just like he's like a force on that defensive line. I mean, you need a guy like every team needs a guy like that. He's not a, but he's a linebacker. Yeah, but he flies off the edge half the time. Yeah, he's not really a, a coverage. Um... Yeah. yeah, he's more of a uh, more of a big hit kind of pass rusher. I mean, Ben, I don't know what kind of people you think we are, but I would never rip you for no. taking a, a generational um, linebacker as your defensive player of the year. I think that's honestly a great pick. Yeah, I just um, feel like he he had a he had. A, Great game last night. I mean, I he saw played a him. good game against the Browns too. He's the, the Bears' great spot of the whole team. The Bears' defense was just like he's had a good I, season. It was like, oh my god, what? Where? Where has this defense been the entire season? Like, I mean, when you saw the Bears yesterday, I don't know if you guys felt the same thing I did. I was like, this Bears team is insane. Yeah, I was like, they proved it. I think it helps his case too. Like I think he had a flashy game on Sunday, which makes people think about it. But on the when they faced the Browns and the Brown and the Bears got absolutely destroyed, he was the only bright spot on the entire team. So and I think he had two sacks that day. And well, he obviously had one yesterday or Sunday. But um, he had a strip sack, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. And then recovered it. Um. Yeah, Max, a guy that's always gonna gonna. Produce. Yeah. Um. um we could go. I'm thinking the rookie of the year race. Which one? Offense or de- Offensive. Oh, wait, you're already went over. You go first, Ben. You go first, I go first? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm probably going to steal half of your guys here, but I'm going to go Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones, he steps into that role. Like, as, as a QB1, no one thought that. Everyone thought Cam Newton. But Cam Newton is now not on team. Sad. And... Matt Jones is Matt Jones is QB one and he's shown that he can handle that role. I mean, the Patriots aren't good this season, but I feel like he almost beat the Brady box. Like that was the Super Bowl champions. Like, and yeah, I know the only he outplayed Zach Wilson when they played the Jets. He out he outperformed Brady last night. I mean, I think I. I I think I could have outplayed Zach Wilson in that game against the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, he threw like three picks in like the first quarter. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who do you guess, Seth? I'm going to piggyback off you. Um, so far, I don't know about the rest of the season because there's some great mm-hmm. rookies who haven't gotten like any playing time yet. Um, I like Michael Carter a lot. Yeah, I I don't like – even. <laughs> no. Even no, I, I'm not. I, I like him. Too. Hogs, um, hogs. <laughs> he's just not gonna get like the, the chance yeah. to. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think he will. But I, I, I like uh, his future. I think his future but, is very bright. 
who I was going to say was not for my pick, but for a guy who might make a a second half of the – well, not second half. We're only a quarter through the way. So, rest of the season, um, Javante Williams. He's been good, yeah. He's just waiting for those touches, you know what I mean? He is – I think he is really good. Yeah. He, he had a big highlight run against the Ravens that I was like – the whole team must have been trying to take him down. And that is not – that is not – and I get – me more than anyone I get is the National Football League. Anyone can win on any given week. They're, these are all professional players. But yeah. he, he's not dragging the New York Jets or the Tennessee Titans on him. Close to he's dragging the Baltimore Ravens. You know, that's one of the best run defenses from year to year, you know, and, and they're they're even good this year. So – I like what I see from him. But um, back to Mac Jones, who would be my pick for right now. Um, He just has something right now that I feel the other quarterbacks don't. Um, Besides maybe Trevor Lawrence, but even even T-Law doesn't have this. Mac Jones' ability to just take the snap, make a few reads, and then it's out. I'll take that over a huge giant cannon arm any day, any day. Yeah, especially do. with how accurate he's been and how accurate he was in college. I don't care how open they were. I saw him make plenty of throws with NFL level separation. So I don't really mm-hmm. want to hear that. Um, they just haven't really used him to my liking. I think they should have been a lot more aggressive against Tampa Bay last night. I don't think that's a game you want to my problem with the Patriots is it feels like they're trying to win every game 17 to 16. It feels yeah. like that, that's what it feels Facts. like. Um, they're not being very aggressive. They're not letting Mac loose. Um, also, it seems like Mac was really, for a lot of points, in control of that offense. It was the first time mm-hmm. I really saw him calling a lot of audibles. And his ability to audible out of a, a questionable look and <coughs> of a blitz and then – make a great play before the snap because that's half the battle is before the snap. Yeah. Um, and just his release speed and his, his ability to just quickly read and, and make reads. Um, the Patriots are failing him right now. I would say he fits I, that ball into some tight spots. I didn't think <laughs> half the quarterbacks can make. Yeah. Oh, half the rookie quarterbacks or half the quarterbacks in the league. After rookie QBs. Okay, I was gonna say I I, I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen Mac make many like super impressive throws. I don't know. For me, it's it's a lot about the intangibles. Um, and you can yell at me for that all you want because he doesn't have a big arm and he can't he can't push the ball down the field. But I really think the the verdict is still out on that. You know. I I need to see him try first, you know. I don't I think this week against the Bucks or the week before that was like his first throw into the end zone. Yeah. Um so he finally got to do that. Um and it was a one it was a one yard touchdown. So um the Hunter Henry one doesn't count. He he ran that one in, but yeah. Yeah, he outplayed the greatest quarterback of all time last night. I mean, not not to be unsaid, he that was like all Tom Brady. 
I mean, yeah, the Patriots defense did play a great game. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't even know that I would say that. Bill Belichick called Bill and Steve Belichick called a great defensive game. Um, yep. The execution yeah. a lot of the times wasn't there. Um, I heard all preseason. Basically, the narrative in preseason was the Patriots need to get their quarterback because they have a solid offensive line, a solid defensive line, a solid solid everything minus the quarterback. And quarterback's been the best player on the team, besides save for like Matthew Judon, who's been insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Matthew Judon's um, been very good this season. If there's a Baltimore Raven on the free agent in the free, he's a defensive player, go sign him. Yep. <laughs> Um, they know how to develop them. All right, Chris. I want to, I do have a lot of things to say about the Patriots game. So I'll say it after this, but I'll go Mac Jones. But I also think that I don't know, like you put, I'll play devil's advocate, even though I'm a diehard Pats fan, but you put, these other quarterbacks in this game managing position, do they look, I think they can look maybe not as good, but look good. I think all, a lot of these rookie quarterbacks, I, they, they don't look good, but they're in positions. Like when you put, get put on the Jaguars, or you get put on the jets or you get thrown in the game against with the bears, like with Matt Nagy play calling your plays or now I guess he <laughs> gave it to the offensive coordinator now, but he like, does. Here's what I'll say know. about that is Trevor Lawrence, obviously. Um, yeah. The Patriots, I would hope, would be smart enough to use Trevor Lawrence a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Um, Fields, yeah, obviously. But if they, if they drafted Fields, they would have just had him run the offense cam ran last year and it would have been a lot better. Um, True. Trey Lance, I get that. He wouldn't – well, Trey Lance I don't think would fit no. very well. He's too erratic. He's too – He's strange. He, he's a strange. I think really, he'll run the cam offense. So. He really needs to be like coached down and coached out of um, bad habits. He leaves yeah, the pocket too strange. early. I feel like but when yeah. I saw him last night, he was run the. He was running like right away. Well, because he doesn't know what to do. I mean, it, yeah, he's just a weird quarterback right now. But I also, I also think he has a big. Yeah, I do too. But yeah, um, one of those. Huge, I was gonna just giant arm guys. Yeah, I was going to say that, but they don't, but that's the thing. Mac Jones doesn't have to do anything else. So I think that's why, like, I don't know how many of the rookie quarterbacks could have went in and battled with Tom Brady last night. Like he had 20 straight completions. Like he looked like he looked poised. That's the thing. I think that separates him from the other ones. He just looks poised. He looks like he should be out there. Like he looks comfortable. Like he he's taken all this pressure. He's the heir to the throne. Like all this, like he's done that, and he looks good. I think that's what separates him. But I'm also going to talk about Jamar Chase because I think he should be talked about too. He's yeah yeah. I'm gonna take. I was gonna say. I think I'm taking. I literally do we not Jamar Chase about this early earlier? (laughs) I'm taking Jamar Chase over Mac Jones. Yeah, I think I'm. I was surprised both of you said Mac Jones because I was going to – I think it's close, but I'm just going to go Jamar Chase just because the whole narrative, and I fell for it too, fell for it too in the preseason, was that he can't catch the ball and he's drop. he has a drop issue. Yeah, he we said haven't that seen, We haven't seen that yet. His 
release off the line is discuss. It's like Devonte Adams. Like it, it just reminds me of Devonte Adams. Not not to his level, obviously, but just reminds me of a uh, Devonte Adams. And if you think about that, what other great wide receiver had drop issues in the in his career in his early career? You just Devontae named Adams. him. Yeah, you just yeah, Devonte Adams. I can remember that vividly. Like when people were like uh, screaming at Devonte Adams, maybe twenty sixteen, maybe. Yeah, it was it was his rookie season. Um, yes, they they like a, they were so mad a at big, him. A big portion of that is going from a, a a college quarterback in a college offense to Aaron Rodgers, who's throwing the ball like a bullet. Uh, yeah, literally. Um, like I remember, I've always liked Adams. You know, obviously when he had the drop problems, I was. I was one of the people screaming, but there are Packer fans trying to trade him, trying to cut him, um, yep. treating him like we do Kevin King, which is just <laughs> absurd because the second those problems happened, you saw um, like videos on Instagram, Twitter from whatever. And he's just kneeling in front of like the, the pitch machine. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called, but like the football yeah, thing, just like, football right his hands right in front of it catch like mm. that's when you have that kind of work ethic you you'd be hard pre- the the packers are also a receiver factory too so very true watch, watch out for amari rogers like there's just certain i've been hearing the narrative because of um brady and bill that coaching in the nfl is overrated but that is just such a bad that is just such a horrid awful take i disagree yeah, yeah I, I agree with you yes I, I can't even like like the Jets are already a, a, a better football team without Adam Gase. And I get yeah, I, agree. I get bad coaches obviously can affect it, but I, I mean look you, at the Bears. Yeah. And, you, Aggie. and you can't tell me the Rams are are the same team without Sean McVay. You can't tell me mm-hmm. the Niners are the same team without Shanahan. You can't even tell me that the Packers are the same team without LaFleur. Um, Matt LaFleur. He is so yeah. overshadowed by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers has to, you know, play it out, but ever since coming into the league, aside from one maybe questionable decision in the NFC championship game, um, he's had great game plans, um, which is really underrated. He really knows how to, how to script out a game um, and that's, I feel like that's coming from, you know, that coaching tree. Um, he was the coordinator for the Titans and people, people said he was bad. They said he was a bad. Yeah. Um, uh, can I bring up one more rookie? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, their line is trash, but Najee Harris has found a way around it. Oh I mean, yeah. Well, he preseason I said he was going to have like a Saquon type rookie season where it doesn't really matter the line because he's so talented and his usage rate is so high on a bad team that he's going to get around that and have a great season um yeah but yeah I he I had no idea he was like that from the receiving end I'm not a big college football guy I didn't know he was like that he got 19 19 targets and four and made 14 of those yeah, yeah. He, he's really good. Um, he's like Derrick Henry size, not Derrick Henry size. He's bigger. But... He's no, he's bigger than Derrick Henry. Yeah, like Derrick yeah. Henry size. Um, he's not built like Derrick Henry, but he yeah. is size wise bigger than him, and yeah. he can catch passes, which is kind of terrifying. I don't so think he's like Derrick Henry with a 
catch with a pass yeah. catching ability, but with no line. So then it's, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's mattered, but it hasn't mattered like that. He's irrelevant. He's not. Oh yeah. He's been making some plays. <laughs> yeah. And I would say that just going back to Jamar Chase for a second. And then I think we maybe talk about the pass, but um, the, I haven't seen this in, I mean, Justin Jefferson was good, but I wasn't stunned like I am with Jamar Chase, how he can separate from a cornerback so quick in a way that they're not even they're Like I'll bring back the word, but like stunt, they don't even like know what to do. Like his acceleration is ridiculous. And I didn't, I had no idea. I thought he was a go up and only a go up and get it type guy. And it's just not what he is. Like he can do both. And he's kind of terrified. I think he's bona fide going to be like you said, Adams. Um, While we're talking about Adams and comparing players to him. I really like Devonta Smith. Me too. Yeah, I do too. I really people see people love to bring up size and but the best defensive player of all time, one of them, Aaron Donald, is undersized. Miles Garrett is undersized. Devonta Smith is, is undersized. Kyler. If you're yeah, Kyler, Ross, Drew Brees, if you're If you're creating separation and not getting touched, it doesn't matter how small you are. Yeah. I, I feel like size isn't really like a big factor in the NFL. It's definitely a massive factor, but people can like do it. Like, yeah, Devontae Smith, isn't a, Devontae Smith isn't a go up and get it aggressive guy. It's if, you're, if, you're a, if you're a generational, I don't want to say generational talent, but if you're one of the best receivers in your draft class, and that's loaded with receivers. Um, you're bound to be good enough to to get over your size. Yeah. I mean, like, um, when the talks about the draft, the Calamari draft in back in 2018, everybody would, like, did you see the reports he had when uh, he stepped into college? The reports were he's too small. He doesn't do this well, doesn't do this well. And look what he's doing now. I mean, he's yeah, those, arguably like a top 10 QB. I mean, yeah, those narratives. Well, I mean, it's just like, okay, you think he's small, so he's going to suck. Great. End of yeah. conversation. We'll see. You know? Yeah. He's so fast that it doesn't matter how small he is. It's actually good that he's small because he's he is- so fast. Yeah, and he has a cannon for an arm. Oh, yeah. Um, all, all right, so. you guys. Um, I'm going to get up into my locks fantasy week five. Mm-hmm. Um, our definition of a lock is. A must start. Getting, yeah, must start getting at least their projected amount of points. Good matchup. Um, so my first lock for this week is going to be Corey Davis. Ooh, um, I like that one. He's yeah, on your fantasy I, team, Ben. Yeah, he is on my fantasy team. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really think the the connection between him and Zach Wilson is coming along. Um, you know, he's getting he's getting a bunch of targets coming along. I mean, it it's already it's already kind of there. Yeah, I mean, so it already came. <laughs> yeah, he's at like eight or nine targets a game. He's going up against Atlanta this week. Who? I don't know if you guys know about Atlanta, but they kind of blow. Yeah, they're kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of 
<laughs> they're kind of not good, you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Um, a second lock for me. I might go with. I'm just gonna do it, just because you kind of have to. Derrick Henry. Derrick yeah, Henry. Yeah. Derrick Henry's a lock for like forty this week against Jacksonville. That's um, the narrative already, and it's true. Yeah, the, you kind of have to play into it, especially because this is, you know, the worst Jacksonville, and that's tough to say. This is the worst Jacksonville's been in a little while, uh, except for last season. Yeah, and the season before that, you know, um, every year. <laughs> not 2017. Not 2017. Pro Saxonville. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. At, at the very least, not then. I would hope not. Um, and this one is kind of. And, and obviously, bear with us here for like scoring and stuff. Every league is is scored differently, but Devonte Adams is projected uh, 20.9. That's ridiculous. In, yeah, in that's the an, leagues I was looking at him, I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna lock him for that against the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I don't really have to say a lot. He's the best receiver in the league. He's the best uh, route. Yeah. He's the best route runner in the league against a, kind of a weaker secondary and a team in the Bengals that I think is just waiting to get exposed. Um. I think you already saw flashes of it last week. Yeah. Um, Burrows look great. Mixon looks great. Mixon obviously went down, which is unfortunate. Chase looks great. The line still doesn't look great. The secondary doesn't look great. Um, I think that's a, I think that's a recipe for disaster when, um, you're coming off a rough, I hate to say rough win, but yeah, rough win against a team you should have probably beat handily. Um, and then you have to come and play the reigning MVP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I go now? My last uh, – oh, I thought we were doing three, but – Oh, I was going to – Was that three? I'll just was do it? it. No, that was – this is my third. Um, yeah, just go ahead. I'm going to go for Stafford's bounce-back game against Seattle mm-hmm. at Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think like that's that. – I, th- I think that's going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. And we get to see – we're kind of spoiled with um, – we get Ramsey versus D-Hop and now Ramsey versus DK Metcalf, who I think has been – where is he? Where's DK Metcalf? What's, what's yeah, he's been, he's been kind of – he hasn't been bad, but he just hasn't been showing up as he usually does. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll hold on that. My lock, Stafford, Corey Davis, Devontae Adams. Um and then I want to not stray off topic on the locks because I do want to segue from DK Metcalf into another conversation I, I want to have. And I think Chris wants to have too. Oh, okay. I think we're, I think I know what you're talking about. All right. Uh, I'll go now. So this lock is going to count as one, but it is two players. I'm going to put in Tom Brady and Mike Evans. I mean, Miami's secondary is just not anything. I mean, in Tom Brady, off a, off a game he won, but just didn't prove himself. I really feel like he can bounce back against Miami secondary that has just been awful all year. He's been finding his guy, Mike Evans, a lot. 
So if like Mike Evans has, I don't know. I mean, after we won, just became Mike Evans. I mean, he's been putting up double digit points like every week. Like I, I think since week one, he hasn't scored under 14. So he had 14 and a half last night. So that was a good game for him. But I really feel like him and Tom Brady are going to light up the Dolphins just because of how bad that team is right now. And another luck is a questionable one, but I really feel like he will do it. Damian Williams. Montgomery went down. So Holy hell. Holy hell. Hold on, hold on. Montgomery went you're it's supposed to be a lock. We have to have a system oh, for lock? this now because this right, that changes. this <laughs> that changes you, everything. No, no, no. You gotta explain now. I want to hear this, it now. Yeah, I want. I want to hear this. All right. Uh, Dave Montgomery went down. Jimmy Williams is a starter. I mean, eight rushes, fifty-five yards, and a touchdown last week. Uh, I guess week, it might be a smart lock because he's projected like two points. <laughs> kind of hard not to get two points. <laughs> Keep going, man. All right. Uh, so that's what I had to say about Damian Williams. That's what did it? You say? What did you pretty say? Much. I said uh, <laughs> he had eight rushes, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, pretty good game this week. Yeah. Who are they playing? Yeah. Who are they playing? Uh, Vegas. At Vegas. The, the, the Vegas line has looked great, I think. Max Crosby and Carl Nassib literally have had. Vegas, Vegas has looked awesome. I, I hate the to say Vegas's it. Vegas's line, defensive line, has been the best part of their team. I, I don't really see a scenario where this Dam- Damian Williams is a lock. Shout out to Greg Morani and uh, yep. my buddy Jay at work. <laughs> the Raiders have looked, and this is our one new rule, one F-bomb per episode. The, Ra- the Las Vegas Raiders have looked fucking awesome this season. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, undefeated. I love John. I love John Gruden. I've always loved him on Monday Night Football. I think he's, oh, he's un- hilarious. I think he's an underrated coach. Um, I guess you could say he has an eye for town. It always felt like he was picking like the third. He'd be like, "Let me tell you something about Amir Abdullah, man." <laughs> you, know, you know, stuff like that. I I'll be here all night. I do a great Gruden, but um, yep. yeah, Damien, if you left me, Damien, is that your three rocks, Ben? No, nah, he, only I, did, he only did two. Damian Williams should count for like ten. Yeah, that uh, we're gonna check back on next time <laughs> about that brutal. one. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> it's just because you think you're getting them off the waiver wire. Uh, also, I'm not trying to be that guy, but like the Dolphins secondary is pretty good. No, it's been bad this season. It's been it's awful. Been pretty good. No, it's exactly. been awful this season. It's been atrocious. It hasn't been bad at all. I don't. Yes, I, I mean, I get, I get the whole like. like have Tom a Tom Brady. That, that like always Tom helps. Brady. It's like the whole Tom Brady's back type thing, but like the Dolphins as a whole, their passing defense is right outside the top ten. So I don't really know. I don't really see it as like a. They also he's going to trash. Team. Yeah, it's like he's going to trash on. I mean, he's definitely going to trash on them, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he probably will. He's definitely going to destroy them. I mean, yeah. what's worse than Tom Brady after a loss? Tom Brady after two and one to build... Or, or, I keep thinking they lost. I know, because it feels like... Why couldn't, why couldn't <laughs> Bill Belichick have just gone for it on... I know, because that was a loss. That's a loss in their book. I, wa- I, wanna fin- I, wanna, I do want to talk about the Pats, too, but... All right, Ben, go with your last loss. 
I want to do two more because I know I know which ones. That's right. a toss-up between both of them. Uh, Calvin Ridley's facing the Jets. I mean, what yeah, can you say no about that? About that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what can you say about that? Um, I also like Mike Williams. The amount of targets he's getting per game is just electrifying. He's been doing something with it, and he's uh, taking on a uh, – Who is this? I'm sorry. again. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Who is they, who they taking on Cleveland. Cleveland. That's a, that's a good lock. That's a good one. I mean, he's had he's never scored under 20 this year. The Williams, you might as well pick Tyson and Javante while yeah. they're at it. <laughs> and he uh he, all too. So the first game, Mike Williams had 12 targets, eight catches. Second game, 10 targets, seven catches. Yep. Week three, obviously, seven catches, nine targets, 122 yeah. yards, and two touchdowns. He has Thanks never sco- he has never not scored a touchdown. Who are they playing? Cleveland. So yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a award, but <laughs> not much said about that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like uh, a matchup. Matchup doesn't matter for him. Yeah, I'll go my locks quick just because I feel like we've gone over the time. But like, um, uh, I'm gonna go with this is I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm going a little deep in the bag in a couple of these actually. But let me get Marvin Jones. Ooh, I'm gonna go Jones Marvin Bill. Jones. Thank you. Over- Thank you against an abysmal Tennessee secondary. Mm. And I don't even think there's much said here. It's just kind of the most consistent target for Trevor Lawrence because he's a veteran receiver with a rookie quarterback. Like, it just kind of makes sense, and I don't think there's really yeah. much to say with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not the biggest fan of Chenault and Chark. Chark is so yeah. – uh, Chark's on IR, Chark's too. Chark's hurt, but – yeah, I don't think he would be much of a factor. I shattered um, his leg or something. I'm going to go with – next I'm just going to go with Metcalf slash Locker, which everyone doesn't get defend, uh, covered by Jalen Ramsey. Just it's because just be I that's think like, it's a shootout, like you said earlier, and I don't think it that's matters That's like the opposite the of Ben's Damian Williams. is like, <laughs> start a Seahawks receiver. <laughs> yep, literally. I, I think it's – just whatever one doesn't get covered by Jalen Ramsey, just because it's going to be such a high scoring game. It's going to be, it's going to be Metcalf. They're going to yeah, Metcalf, Metcalf's on Ramsey. Yeah. Um, and then the next one I'm going to go, I actually had another kind of slash. I'm going to go Jacoby Myers slash Damian Harris, just because, and I'm not saying it's going to be like a crazy, it's going to have 10. <laughs> if I'm picking one, give me, Give me Damian Harris. Give me Iguodala. Just, just because. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Harris. Yeah, just because I'm not. I'm not going into it because they're facing the Texans. That's kind of all I need to say. And Patriots will go back to being the Patriots. Yeah, they but. really. You can tell the Patriots have been frustrated. Or Bill Belichick, anyways, has been frustrated because he really just him and Josh McDaniels really just want to run the ball, and they've yeah. had they've had Miami, New Orleans, and the Bucks to start the schedule, and it's like. Yeah. Well, it's like I guess we're getting one rushing yard tonight, which I yep. think I think the Patriots might have had minus one net. Yeah, they, I know Harris had negative four or something or negative one. Yeah, Harris was not good last night, but like yeah, he got he some he flashes he got, early on. He got eight too many carries. Um, but um, you're, you're just not gonna run against Tampa. It's just not gonna. Yeah, happen. you can't. You can't. I actually, but I only want to. I think we should only do like. This and then I want to go on the one I was talking to Jack. What I want to say with Jack, but um, just just finalizing the Patriots thing. I just want to say from a fan standpoint, 
the Patriots, let's be honest, the Patriots haven't been fun to watch since Brady was here just because they're so, they just have a boring, they're really just boring games. Like when I turn on like the Packers or like the Chiefs, it's just like so different. It's like air raid, like big plays. <laughs> the Pats biggest play this year came from a receiver throwing it to a quarterback. And that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the most fun it's been since Brady because they looked like that, like fun Brady team where they do these trick plays where like we used to be Danny Amendola or Edelman throwing it. But now it's like Jacoby Myers had the longest pass of the season for the Patriots. It was like whatever. And, or for the game. And I, I feel like from a fan they did, standpoint, they did two of those last night, didn't they? They did the, little... yeah. And they both worked. Yeah. But like, I, I would just say that to finish the Patriots thing, like they just got to let Mac. I think they should have let Mac cook more, and it would have been a, maybe yeah. a little different. Oh, they they should have thrown it at Richard Sherman every play. Yeah, oh, Richard yeah. Sherman is a zone corner and just doesn't. Yeah, he, he, one. he himself said, "Yeah, if a team signs me, I'll probably need two weeks." Yeah, and they just threw him into it. Bruce and, Arians uh, was like, "Put on your put on your jersey, <laughs> get out, there. Get and on, then get on the kill Harry." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they should have they should have been thrown at him. And then I would just say that Myers is looking to be like the go-to guy. And I don't even think the Patriots need that guy, like a the guy, like superstar receiver. I just think they need more like of Myers type players. And yeah. Um, it's just weird because they have Nelson Aguilar and they just like yeah. they just don't use him at all. Like Yeah. Can I talk to you guys about a running back? Yeah. I I, I like him a lot. Uh, um, we'll do that and then we'll get into to um the other thing but first i just wanted to say nelson Aguilar killed the bucks last season yeah yeah on the raiders on, yeah on, you know he was good on the raiders um, yeah i just want to see him use like that because he's another guy that i love uh I, i've loved him since he was in philly and i was really excited when the patriots got him this is as a non-Patriots fan and as a borderline Patriot hater, this has been one of the most exciting seasons for me because I actually find myself rooting for the Patriots most times. Um, yeah. They just have a lot of the players that I like. Um, he sucks. He blows. But I like Kyle Van Noy a lot. I think he's a funny dude. He sucks. So, um, he got exposed last night. He was really yeah. the part. He, he was really yeah, he the part of that. He was defense. bad last night. He got a DPI, night, yeah. too, when we did <laughs> Yeah, he, he looked awful. But uh, All right, Ben, what's your running, back, running back before we get into our right. thing? I love this guy. I liked him last year. He had an explosive season. James Robinson. He he was good on Thursday. He was good on Thursday. So I I like James Robinson a lot. I mean, I really feel like he's not – I mean, he's not topping his season last season. I mean, it's kind of hard to top up. 15 yard, 1500 yard wait, wait, Russian ben, season. Uh, ben, I'm not even gonna have a waste of time. <laughs> What's no your one, point here? No one told me Anchor had a 30 minute recording limit. No way they didn't. No way they did. They do. I have no, I, I, we'll have, figure, my, I have my we'll recording for, for 30 yeah, minutes. Well, we've been, my point is we don't, we only have 30 minutes. I know, but we can just – we don't have to do that website. And I've recorded the Zoom, too, so we'll have it. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> yeah. we have – Cut that this, out. We have, we have it. Yeah, we have it. I was just Cut so worried. I was like, wow. I was like, I mean – Cut that out. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. It's been a little tough this episode, but that would have made it. <laughs> yeah, we would have been fine. What's your um, point on James Robinson? So my point on James Robinson is, like, he – 
he was very good against Bengals. I mean, it's the Bengals, but like, I get it. But like, James Robinson is explosive when he has the ball in his hands. He can make plays happen. He hasn't been showing it a lot, but he can do it because he did it last season. I mean, 1,500 yards as a rookie. A rookie. Hear me, Hoax? A rookie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, that is an insane Russian season. Michael Carter Williams won rookie of the year and fell off the face of the planet. So it's yeah. not a, it's not no, a but, no, but James Robinson is better than Michael Carter Williams. I mean, mark it down. I'm saying it right now. James Robinson will not end as a top 15 fantasy running back. Oh, not this year. No, 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 no. But I hope not. You're talking. Yeah, you're talking to about him like he is, though. I, I mean, no, nah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I like him this season. I don't think he's like. I mean, borderline flex play, maybe, or borderline RB3, I would say. I mean, I think he's like a good flex play, a borderline RB3. I feel like he's an RB2. I mean, you can't, don't sell, your, don't sell yourself right, short in your take. He's definitely an RB2. RB2 but... Yeah. Definitely a high end RB2 to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I was, saying that. I, I, I was. Pretty low on him at the beginning of this season too. I was too, yeah. but then, uh, then I'm not ready to. Ap- I'm not ready to apologize, but I've. I mean, kind of wrong. I am because I have him in my dynasty fantasy league. And Wait, apologize for what? Haven't you always thought he was good? No, I, I, I knew he was always good, but like the thing oh. is that I apologize because I benched him in my dynasty fantasy league because I didn't like how he was playing. So I started Brandon Cooks over him, and what, what does James Robinson do? Put up 20. <laughs> so yeah. It's not a bad start, though. I mean, Br- no, Br- Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks yeah, I saw Cooks's production. I was like, last, right, I need mean, I mean, to start him. <laughs> okay, give me, for every week, give me a fourth lock, and lock Brandon Cooks for me every single week after last game. I agree. <laughs> yeah, he I had, agree. He had half of his... Over half of his targets, half of his receptions, Dave, whatever the guy's name is, Davis Mills. Yeah. Nathan Peterman may as well be. <laughs> um, and he had over half his yards. But Brandon Cook is for real. I mean, he had three 20-point yeah. games before that. It took them losing 40 to nothing to arguably the best team in the NFL. On that yeah, Davis Mills exactly. topic, off that Davis Mills topic, we need to talk about one more QB. Taylor Heineke. Well, that Washington goes right in. That goes team. right in. That goes right into what me and Jack are gonna say. Perfect. Instead of about, talking about, what do you think some, about Taylor Heineke? I I like him. I, I like. I mean, I I said last year. What do you I, think I, about him? When they said when they said they were opening a uh, QB competition in in uh, Washington, I was like, "What are you doing? Start Heineke. Heineke's the guy." What I didn't know is Heineke is twenty eight years old. So he's getting older. He's getting he's coming up on that age, but QBs play for a while. And Taylor good, Heineke. Good quarterbacks play for a while. Taylor Heineke is showing flashes of being good. I mean, three touchdowns last night, over 200 yards, almost 300. I like Taylor Heineke's production. I really feel like he is connected well with Terry McLaurin. And I I mean Logan Thomas hasn't been that effective with him, but that, we'll touch awesome. on that another time. <laughs> yeah, you look you look good in one game, but uh, he looked awesome. It. He looked really good against. I, Samuels. I mean, we haven't seen much Curtis Samuel yet, but I'm excited to see it. that too. I'm very yeah. I I feel like Terry McLaurin's gonna start being the guy who is like, I don't know, medium route running, 
kind of like a route runner type guy. And I really feel like Curtis Samuel is going to be the burner, the speedster off the off the slot. Yeah, I really feel like that connection with Taylor Heineke and Curtis Samuel, I think, is going to be effective once it gets going. Well, that can lead into me and Jack wanting to talk about Terry McLaren. And this is going to be our last little thing. But I'll and, and before I say anything, uh, I'll talk about Heineke, I guess. If the Washington defense was as good as it was supposed to be that I'm taking Fitzpatrick because then he can just kind of game manage while the defense does the work. Yeah. What, what, but, is, what is happening with the, with the defense? There's yeah. So, yeah. They but just if we're, if we're talking about someone that needs to make bigger plays, I then I guess I'll take Heineke. I don't really, I'm kind of indifferent yeah. on him. Like he's fine. One play I want to touch up on of Heineke is uh, that one last play. That last play, they had to win that game. I get it. It was basically J.D. McKissick. It was a short little dump off. J.D. McKissick just outruns everybody. But what I'm saying is Heineke led that drive. I mean, that's what quarterbacks are known to be. Like the guys who lead lead those clutch time drives. And Heineke led that drive. And that's how the football team managed to win that game. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chris. I have to steal your thunder real quick. You want to yep. know how they won that game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> we've been talking all we've been talking all night about guys from this draft class, Marquise Brown. I think we talked a little Debo Samuel. Oh no. We talked about the Titans, so we talked about AJ Brown. Uh, we definitely talked about DK Metcalf. Let's talk about the best receiver from this draft class, Terry McLaurin. Oh uh, uh, yeah. He, I know this, this is more like a buzzword in like the NBA community, but if you classified that as you classified NFL receivers, Terry McLaurin is a superstar wide receiver. Um, I really like Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Um, He's just different than a lot of receivers. He played running back for a lot of his life. So he's great after the catch, but he's also a great route runner. Uh, He has good size. He's great at the catch point. Um, He's he's flashy as we saw last night in this season. Um, he's made a lot of great tough catches this season. Yeah. So one of those catches I want to mention is his second touchdown of the game. He outmuscled the defensive back in the end zone. I mean, credit to Heineke for that throw. That throw was amazing and in the perfect spot. But he literally taught that defensive back weight room. Literally, like that was just an amazing catch. He mossed him. Out muscled up yep. everything about Terry McLaurin. I love before I go on my McLaren take, I just got an update that Austin Eckler is hurt bad and he's limping off. Damn. I guess he went to the blue medical tent. Oh, and he's no, my that's star my fantasy team, too. He's starting on one of mine, too. But um, I just, I just want to touch on that real quick because he's a similar guy to McCaffrey, where I was telling people not to draft him and telling people that drafting him was a mistake. Because, um, like, I'm pretty sure we just had a little mini argument. I and yeah. my fantasy draft took Nick Chubb over him, um, at the end of the first round, but I took Chubb and Gibson. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Just because I knew he's another one of those workload guys, yeah, like McCaffrey, it's just not—it's just not sustainable to have that big of a a workload and be that much of a focal point in the offense, especially coming into the season with the worst kind of injury for a running back or a 
a wide receiver save for an ACL is a hamstring. I've seen a lot of guys be a lot of great players be hampered by a hamstring injury. Mm -hmm. So I really just, just wanted to watch out for that and, you know, prayers for the guy. I mean, I, I hope he comes back and I hope, he becomes the best running back in fantasy. Um, I'm not using this as, and I told you so. It's yeah. just, you know, fantasy is a game. You want to win the game. Um, part of the game is, you know, you want guys who are going to play. Mm-hmm. And I just did. I just wasn't confident in him to play regularly. So um, it's it's really unfortunate. He won me a lot of league. He won. I don't. I want. Don't want to say a lot. I'm. I'm only in like two to three. Um, every year, but he won. I remember he won me a league one year and it was great, but, um, yeah, these fantasy running backs tend to fall off from, from year to year. Yeah. He won me a couple of games this year too. Um, I'll end, uh, we can end on, let me, I want to just talk about Terry McLaren a little. I went to Jack today or yesterday and I was like, yeah, I know I have to talk about Terry McLaren, but, um, he's like actually unreal. And I think one of the most slept on things in a receiver is ball tracking and his ball tracking in the air is disgusting. Like absolutely disgusting. Like that, that play last, I think it was, was it last week or it was this season where he had like the diving backwards one where he caught it over. Everybody was like, Oh yeah. One of the best catches I've ever seen from a football standpoint, not even flashy, just like from a football standpoint. Like Edelman, a lot of um, really, really good, solid highlight catches. Yeah, yeah, and he's like actually beautiful to watch, and he's doing it with not great beautiful. QB play. Like if you, if you give him a top fifteen quarterback, I don't even want to know what would happen. He did it with Kyle Allen. He did it with Alex Smith. He did it with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I don't care. I don't think Tyler Heineke's the Taylor Heineke's that good. So he did it with Tyler Heineke, and he's coming down with these balls. I don't even want to know. Well, I do want to know, but like, what he would do with someone better, like more accurate. And yeah. I'm taking him. Like, if I'm need someone to like go catch the ball, like somehow figure out a way not to give up on it. I don't even. I, there's not many people I'm taking over him with it. Yeah. I agree. I mean, uh, Terry McLaurin, if he's not already, I think could be one of the, like a top 10 receiver at some point. I mean, I don't know if he is already. He might be. I mean, you could definitely argue it. I mean, Terry McLaurin just, he's really good. I mean, I've seen if you, if there's people arguing DK in the top 10, as people have been, Terry is so yeah. much better than DK Metcalf. I agree. I agree. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I, DK's good. He's this he's, come from this come from Seahawks man too. I mean, <laughs> he's fun. I saw. Better. I saw. I hate to bring it up because TikTok is like in the in the football world. It's like besides like the the accounts I trust, random for you page videos. It's like they said DK wasn't a route runner, and it's like completely mm. ironic. And it's just like this simplest in cut route and it's like oh that's what we were waiting for oh really really <laughs> and that's not it, it's funny because that's not how you should use dk either you should be, like you should be flying down the field you i should. mean i feel like we're pulling off a little like dk metcalf metcalf slander i mean like you said he was fine yeah i mean but i would i would put him in the good category i think he's good if he gets the ball 
I mean, he's a very powerful guy. He's like kind of like the go up, get it guy for uh, the Seahawks because uh, Tyler Lockett's like six feet, maybe. But Tyler Lockett does that a lot too. He makes a lot of crazy, yeah, but like crazy I, tough catches. I find ter- I find Tyler Lockett more of a slot type guy because he's like that small receiver that somehow runs deep passes. He burns them, and like I I don't know. That's why I see with Tyler Lockett. I mean, he's been doing that all season this year. Just been yeah, the slot I mean, and burning people. I mean, I, I hate to I hate to, to slander DK Metcalf, but um and I hate that I I love to say I hate this argument, but I use it all the time. Um put Terry McLaurin on the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. With Russell Wilson. I mean, Seahawks fan, who would you rather have? Uh Terry McLaurin. I hate to say it. I like DK a lot. Hey, is there a both um, option? <laughs> um, could be me. Uh, the Green Bay Packers took Kevin King a selection before Terry McLaurin. Oh, that's gross. I love, I love that. Uh, <laughs> great player. I mean, at least the Seahawks actually got a good receiver out of it. <laughs> it sucks because Kevin King's never going to be the same. He wasn't bad. I mean, I hate to. I it's it's funny to slander him. Like he he was never bad until the back injury. The back injury really killed him. I mean, yeah, I liked Kevin King. Like, how are you gonna how are you gonna cover guys with a broken back? I mean, yeah. Um, but Eric Stokes looks really good. Oh um, yeah, he had a good play last night. He's had a lot of good plays. He had a a lot of. Um, Packers fans were ragging on him in the 49ers game for penalties, but those were like, those were like ticky tack, you know, not every ref's going to call those. And I, yeah. I, I get, I get you have to I mean, play a, a certain way, but he's physical. He looks like he wants to be out there. He looks like, he looks like a guy who's, who's fighting for playing time, which he is not. Um, he has a solid spot on the roster already. I, he's a great slot guy, which with the teams we're going to be running into later down the road, Seattle, Tampa, the Rams, the Cardinals. We're gonna we're gonna need a guy like that for sure. I mean, I hate the penalty argument because think about it, people say everything about the the Cowboys line, best line in the league, all that. And then you look at you watch the games. Connor Williams last game had like five holding penalties, like a drive. It was ridiculous. I wish I was quick enough to to hold you on that because I just don't believe he got five holding penalties. No, he didn't. I'm, <laughs> I'm over exaggerating it, but you got you got a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was holding yeah, the, a lot. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta uh, <laughs> wrap up here in a second. Um, we lost track of time. It's the, it's the <laughs> first episode. It's gonna happen. We have the like, longest episode, probably. Yeah, by a long shot. This will probably be double. So much. This we will probably do, a, we won't do award races every week and stuff like that. Yeah, we won't have to catch up on a lot of football. I yeah. mean, it's tough. Um, so bear with us, listeners. You know, sit through this absolute slog fest. Um, this will probably be the worst one. Everyone starts somewhere, yep. but um. It's going to be me listening to this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, it's yep. okay, man. Uh-huh. Um, yep. But yeah, um, let's close. 
I feel like a good place to close is three game locks for this week. I want to hear three games, 100%. This team's going to win. That team's going to lose. No explanation. Why? Oh, no, no explanation. Ex- I like that better. And we'll. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Are you ready, Ben, or do you need time? I need time. <laughs> I need to think about the All matchups. right. <laughs> I'll go. Give me the Packers, the Bucks, and the Pats. Mm. Give me – all right, I'm going to take hard ones. You got to come out swinging for the fences. <laughs> Give me the Packers, the Browns, and the Ravens. Actually, no. Nah, since I said hard ones, I'll go for the Ravens. I won't go for the Ravens. Um, give me the Packers, the Broncos, and the Browns. All right. That's a good Packers one. over Bengals, Broncos over Steelers, Browns over Chargers. That one's going um, to be tough. I'm going to get shit yeah. for that one. Uh, give me the Vikings, the Buccaneers, and uh, uh, give me the Cardinals. Okay. Sure you don't want to lock Seattle over? Absolutely not. <laughs> They're going to lose. And there's the, there's one game locked there. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be supportive of your team. I I can't I can't. I mean that defense is just so bad. I, I picked the Packers. <laughs> I picked yeah, the but but you can't you can't pick the Seahawks. I mean you can't, especially against the Rams. You just can't. You could. I mean the Seahawks could match up well with the Rams. I mean the. We saw last year in the playoffs and this year, how you beat that Rams defense is off script. I feel like it, it's quick throws for your, your offensive game plan. And then if you can get off script, that's a plus like uh, they, their real bad performances in recent memory are against um, Rogers in the playoffs last year. And um, Kyler this year, I mean, Rogers, Gets off script a lot less, but he can still do it. Um, um, one quick thing about the NBA topic: Lamelo Ball just ended the half with 13 points, four assists, and five rebounds. Nice, that's a solid start. Nice. There's a there's a game. There's a football game going on right now. Actually, yeah, they they got yeah. delayed and then. Raiders oh, Chargers. Raiders Chargers. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll check in with you guys next Monday or next Tuesday. This will probably be out. We got a, I mean, we might not even post this, but um, we will. We will. Might as well. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh, well. Well. <laughs> we don't have an out. We don't have an outro yet, but uh, anyway, I'll, I'll I'll do the outro. Ready? Okay, go. This has been Ski. Jack Hogan's. <laughs> okay. This is last name is not Hogan's. I no. will leave you. I will leave you with this outro. My dog's barking, and don't know how we went the whole episode, but don't panic on Antonio Gibson. He's nice. He's gonna. He's gonna end the season as a solid RB one. Yep. Um, don't panic. I don't want to hear about his usage rate. He's dealing with some nagging injuries. That shoulder and that shin are killer. But yeah, once they get him back up to speed, 
he's gonna be gnarly. And we're out. Folks, one more thing I want to say is what no, was we're, that, and we're that out. I just saw. <laughs>